welcome to episode 24 of Love Every Day. Today is January 24th, and this is week four, day one. I'm your host, Jesse Marks. And I'm John without an H. That's a fun fact for you. He spells his name weird. I do. It's uh, it's short for Jonathan, which is Irish. I've actually met quite a few Jonathans in my lifetime, which is weird. I'm pretty sure you can spell, still spell Jonathan with an H, though. Yeah, but who does that? That's weird. <laughs> no, but I'm saying the one without the H is the Irish version, according oh, gotcha, to my okay. parents. According to my parents, and I don't know how, how much I trust that. Jonathan McCrary. Jonathan McCrary. Jonathan McCrary. Jonathan George McCrary. <laughs> aren't the, um, the actors who played the Weasleys in Harry Potter, aren't they Irish? Um, and I, I, I say that, that's a, that's a weird thought, but I say that because there's like, it's like George Weasley. Um, Jack Russell Terrier. That's the name. <laughs> what? Why are you looking at no, Jack that, Russell Terriers? Oh, that's Patronus. I'm stupid. I thought that, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, his, I Googled Ron Weasley. And I, the first thing in bold letters, it's Jack Russell Terrier. And I'm like, oh, that's his name. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Rupert Grint. That's his name. <laughs> uh, just... no, 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 I meant the uh, the the twins, the older oh, brothers. Oh, George and the other guy, George Weasley, actor. Yeah. Okay. Oliver Martin. Oh, okay. Jam- James Andrew Eric Phelps and Oliver Martin John Phelps are English actors. Oh, they're English. Okay. They're known for playing Fred and George Weasley in Harry Potter. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> All right. Man, imagine imagine like getting an acting role just because you're twins. That'd be awesome. I wish I had a twin. Yeah. And, and so identical twins are so much fun because like the pranks that you can pull. Yeah, you could just make them go to your shift for you. <laughs> like you could work the same job. <laughs> All right. So that's a it's a weird that's a weird topic, but uh Anyway, today's prompt is going to be do not be anxious about anything, but through prayer, present your requests to God. Boom. You heard it here first. (laughs) John, what? Why do you think that this is significant? I think it's significant because, okay, so I guess I was going to save this for later, but I'll just say it now, I guess. Um, A big thing that I've used prayer for is to like subside anxiety. Um, so in times that I've had like super huge stuff happen to me where I'm just like, I don't know how I can like recover from this. I don't know like where to go with this. Like what is life anymore? You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. what's the point? Um, I'll just like throw on a band called me without you. Okay. Um, which is a Christian band that I grew up listening to. Very weird band when you think about it. Like it's not like poppy Mm -hmm. or it's not like, it's not like obviously Christian. Uh, well it is, it's obviously Christian in the lyrics, but it doesn't sound like a Christian worship songs. Um, and I'll just pray. And in some of those moments of prayer are the times I, even in times filled with immense strife, though that prayer, those are the times that I feel more calm than ever. Mm -hmm. Well, and prayer is like a meditative state. And so when you're, when you're there with your eyes closed and you're just either praying out loud or in your mind, it's just this meditative, like a, almost like a mantra in, in your mind. What do you mean by a mantra? Um, it, mantras are used to, I don't know if it's mantra or mantra, but they're, they're mantra. used to kind of focus your thoughts. Um, I, I mean, they have their, their variety of uses, but it's like a, um, it, it's a way to focus your thoughts onto, onto something. Are you sure about that? Because I think of a mantra as something you repeat. Yeah. 
It, it's something you repeat. A mantra is a motivating chant like, I think I can, I think I can. You repeat over and over yourself on the last stretch of every marathon you run. A mantra is usually any repeated word or phrase, but it can also refer more specifically to a word repeated in meditation. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's not... Sorry, I just had to fact check you there. No, it's all good. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But um, what I, the way I look at it is, yeah, it's something you repeat, but it also doesn't necessarily have to be um, re- repeated, that is. Uh, but it, but it's a way to focus your thoughts on on a way on 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 something. Right. Yeah, it's, it's just like a way to tune out all the external mm-hmm. noise um, and take your focus. Kind of like what we were talking about uh, with perspective last week, um, where you take your your worldly focus is what gives you a lot of anxiety. You know, focusing on. Um, the day-to-day tasks that you go through focusing on the things that weigh you down in this worldly realm uh and so prayer in a meditative sense is kind of just just focusing all of that out and focusing in on something that's greater than you focusing in on god um and that can bring a lot of peace to people um because it's just you know, it's and, and like it, it can also bring some pressure to some people, I guess, because I think they've been at a young age growing up in the church. There's a lot of mm-hmm. pressure in prayer. You know, you got to pray the right way. You got to you got to say the right things. But the way that I see prayer is just like a conversation between just yeah, you definitely. and God. And that's why it can zone out everything else that's going on in the world. You know, whatever is stressing you out, it just tunes that out a little bit and makes you realize that like all those worldly things that you've been focusing on aren't even a big deal. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean this this verse. Um, as someone who deals with anxiety a lot, I'm always looking. <laughs> I'm always looking for the next thing that that can solve my problems. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I'm always coming across these um, devotionals. Uh, and one of the things that one of the verses that comes up every single time is this verse when it comes to anxiety. And every time I'm reminded that yeah, through prayer, in those times of anxiety, you know it's. When you've got anxiety, it's sometimes hard to focus on things. And so the way you deal with that is when you do get anxious, you try to focus on something. And, and the thing that you need to focus on is that connection with God and that and and pray about it and kind of focus your mind in. Focus and realize that it doesn't matter, that it will be okay. And, you know, and whatever, whatever you're praying about, whatever you're um, trying to trying to deal with, it's just, it'll be okay. Yeah, absolutely. So has this, you know, so you said you like, you try to find a lot of, I guess, prompts like that to take away from anxiety. Uh, have, has this specific prompt changed your life in any way? Or have those, have you found something that you, like in those groups uh, that has changed your life? Yes and no. So, so as I kind of said, I'm always looking for like the next thing that can, solve my problems for me and that's a that's a bad way to look at it because nothing's going to solve your own problems you have to solve your own problems and um it, it's it's kind of like the saying god helps those who help themselves i don't quite believe that but that's kind of what it is if you don't help yourself you're nothing's going to happen you you do have to you do have to do it yourself and you do have to um work on it yourself um but at the same time you can get help and one of those things is by praying. Um, and, and so, yes, it, it has changed my life in the sense that when I am anxious, uh, when, I, when, I, when I'm dealing with anxiety, 
Um, and I have that, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not very good at it. I'm not very good at it yet. But when I do think of this verse, it does help me, you know, because it's as with anything in life, it, it takes practice. And so not every time that I'm anxious, I'm going to think of this. But over time with practice, the more times I practice this, the more times I'm anxious and I think about this, the more times it'll be, it'll happen. The more times uh, that I'll be able to overcome the, those anxious moments by thinking of this first. It's kind of um, a self, self, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy where um, the more times I practice it, the easier it'll get, and the easier it'll get, the more times I'll practice it. Right, right. The thing that's interesting is um, I feel as though, and this could be completely wrong, so I'm just going to put that out there that I am, I accept that I might be wrong. This is just a thought. But I feel as though other religions, um, let's say ones that focus on meditation, um, they, they ask you to focus on the world. Whereas the uniqueness of Christianity or the uniqueness of believing in God um, is that it encourages you to have a conversation with a, with a higher power. You know, it, it's, it's one of the few things, there's a lot of other religions that like teach you that those gods don't really care about you. Whereas in Christianity, we're taught that our God cares about each and every one of us equally, even if you don't believe it's kind of like, you know, there, there's like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of rites and passages in other religions. There's a lot of like people who can't get in because it's like an exclusive group. Uh, and so the interesting thing about Christianity is specifically is that like anyone can join it. Now, obviously, uh, because we're humans and we fall short, uh, there's a lot of churches out there that not everyone can join it. If you got tattoos, that church hates you. If you went to jail, that church hates you. Um, if you're, let's be, let's be completely honest here. I know of some churches where it's like, there just weren't any colored people because that just wasn't, that still isn't acceptable mm-hmm. and that's wrong and that's messed up and that's stupid. So that still shows cause, cause like people think of Christians in like a negative light. Um, because I think we set the bar so high for ourselves and the sad thing is that we, is that we think we achieve it. Mm-hmm. You know, but there are churches out there that, like, anyone can join it, whether you are gay, black, went to jail, have tattoos, have piercings, you know, anything like that. You can go there, and you can feel accepted, because that's the whole purpose of Christianity, is what it should be, is that God accepts anybody, no matter who you are, no matter your background, no matter what you've done. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, people talk about hypocrisy a lot, uh, and, and the funny thing is that you know, nobody, nobody is perfect. And that extends to churches as well. There's no perfect church. There's no, there's no one church that has everything together that has, um, that, 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 that is perfect. Um, and, and people use that as proof, uh, for one thing or the other. They're like, because you're a hypocrite, that means that you're wrong. And that's not true. That just means that they did something wrong. And, they may or may not be a hypocrite, and that doesn't mean that they are wrong. That just means they did something wrong. Right, right. It's it's super interesting. There's just like this earth is just so hypocritical and terrible, and so and that's that's part of why prayer is so important, is because it can help you to focus away from mm-hmm. those 
hypocrisies and away from those negativities and focus on what really matters. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes we feel like we haven't achieved what we should have achieved at the point we're in on our lives. You know, we feel as though we should be much, much better off than we currently are. We feel as though we should have been famous by now, you know? Yeah. And then focusing on God and, and focusing on prayer helps you dial that ambition back. It helps you dial that world, I guess not necessarily just ambition, but worldly ambition back. Uh, and it helps you focus on what actually matters, which is your relationship with God, because it doesn't matter who you are or what you're done and what you've done. It matters like about your connection with God, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Um, that, that connection with God is what keeps you grounded. And that's, that's what prayer does it, is it keeps you grounded um, through, through any difficulty. Um, it doesn't have to be an anxious one. Uh, it can be literally any, any problem that you've got through prayer, present your, your request to God. Um, you know, the, the verse says, do not be anxious about anything, but through prayer, present requests to God. But it doesn't have to be about anxious things. It can be about literally anything. Right, right. And something that I would suggest is, because, um, you know, some of us, like, I live with four other people. So trying to pray is a little bit difficult because there's a lot of other noise going on at all times, you know. Um, and so what I would encourage people to do is to listen to songs that you feel bring you closer to God. Mm-hmm. Whether they are, you know, worship songs or whether it is a band like Me Without You that just has Christian meanings behind it. That can help you tune out other worldly things or, or like worldly things and help you just focus in on it. It helps you create that meditative space. I think that's why I like Switchfoot so much um, is because of their lyrics and because when I listen to them, it brings me to that to that state where I can focus on God. Um, right. And I can drown out everything else and, and just be me and him. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what really matters about prayer. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be any pressure with prayer. If you don't feel god talking back to you then that's okay mm-hmm. i i remember being raised with like this, this pressure where like they're like oh you know when you hear god you'll know yeah and i'm like well i don't hear anything i just hear my own thoughts you know um and that that's okay you know you're still it, like prayer it's not like a two-way it's not always going to be or it's most of the time not going to be a two-way conversation between you and god um but what it can be is just you tuning out your worldly thoughts and focusing on God. And that's what matters about prayer. That's where you'll see things come to fruition through prayer. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's really well said. I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. It's been a wonderful time having you guys. It's been a wonderful time uh, chatting with you, John. Ditto. Hopefully you guys have a good rest of your day. Have a good afternoon or evening or whatever time you're listening to this. Have a good one. As always, remember to check out our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, message us through those, those platforms. Message us uh, through our website, loveeverydaythepodcast.com. Uh, listen to us at loveeverydaythepodcast.com or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or uh, anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know how you're doing. And remember to always live your life with love and love your life every day. We'll catch you guys tomorrow at 7 a.m. Peace out. Peace.